Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we keep rolling along with our division-by-division previews. Today it's going to be the AFC West, our seventh division we're doing. Got some interesting teams to talk about here, so we're going to get right into it. Got to go with Denver Broncos first, who have a new quarterback this year, Case Keenum. And I don't know. I'm not that excited about Case Keenum. I don't know about you. I think he's he's an upgrade. But Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big thing you have to take away, right? Case Keenum is Case Keenum. I I think he is an upgrade. I think he's better for this team as far as football. And I think the interesting part, which we can just jump right into it, is what do you think this does for Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas? It's got to be better than last year. It has to be better. I just don't know what I expect from them anymore. I I just don't. It's not enough where I'm going to trust either of them to draft them very highly. Especially, I feel like I feel like I still would look at Demarius Thomas decently. I feel, I hope his value drops. If you can get him as like a third receiver, pretty good. I just don't know if he's going to fall that far. Yeah, I mean, what um, do you know where he's being ranked I, right now? I actually don't. I have to pull that say, up pull, here. In a minute. Pull that one up, and I'm just just to look up his stats from last year, just to get a good idea of kind of what went on. So obviously, what they had Lynch, and uh, help me out. Who was the uh, other quarterback? That's how bad it was. Um, Osweiler? No, no, <laughs> that's so bad. And and then the third, uh, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, Simeon. Thank you. And, and Simeon was the probably the best out of the three, which is unbelievable. Ugh. Yeah, um, but he did play a full season. He had 83 catches for 950 yards with five TDs. So even with that terrible of a quarterback play, he still put up like you know, respectable numbers. And yeah. I mean, really they, I mean, the crazy part is even the year before that, he kind of had similar numbers, um, you know, about 200 yards more, same amount of TDs. So his, his touchdowns have gone down ever since he kind of hasn't had a quarterback in sight. So I don't know if those will like skyrocket back up. I, I think that would be my big question for him, but I, I think he's still a relatively safe pick and depending on where he's actually slotted i think he could be kind of a steal yeah that's where it's going to depend on what his value ends up being because I, yeah i do think he's probably relatively safe he's ranked 21st right now in the early ranks which is a really? bad spot that's like a could be a third receiver he's right on that yeah, that's line. true and he's 21st he's actually one spot ahead of where des bryant is currently which we don't know where des is going to be and he's two spots ahead of jarvis landry he's ahead of golden tate so then he's behind Larry Fitzgerald, Josh Gordon. I'd still want him over Josh Gordon. I don't trust Josh Gordon yet. I mean, I haven't seen anything from him to trust him. I know Josh Gordon's potential is sky, is sky right. high. Uh, yeah. It still is. But Demarius has like a third receiver. That's better. That's a better value. But if it, if he pushes up into the teens, I'm not going to go after him. I'd rather see him like mid-20s. I'd feel more comfortable than he really. But a third receiver, I don't. I think that's solid. So that's that's kind of where he's going. Emmanuel Sanders is ranked 35th, so that puts him as a fourth, basically. Which, again, I guess either one of those guys you're not really paying much for, so that's not bad. You know, neither one of them. But Emmanuel Sanders, I don't trust. Yeah, he. I mean, he really took it on the chin last year. the The quarterback situation definitely hurt him. I mean, he also had an injury, so we didn't get to see him for a full year. 
But um, I mean, that was a drastic fall off uh, for for Emmanuel Sanders. So that definitely will help. But I, I still know where that brings him. You know, does that bring him back to like seventy five catches, a thousand yard territory? You know, I don't know about that one. But he's not in a bad spot. I mean, the players are getting around him. Um, Pierre Garcon, Chris Hogan, Cooper Cup. You know, Chris Hogan is down there. Yeah. See, I think that is a that's an outlier right there. There's no way he stays there. I would be I'd be shocked. And see, Devontae Parker, he's ahead of Jamison Crowder, those kind of players. He's below. Yeah, Pierre Garcon's one spot ahead of him. Corey Davis, Jordy Nelson, those kind of players. That's not a bad spot for him. I like him a lot better than I like Cooper Cup, who's around him. I just I don't know. I don't get into Cooper Cup, I, especially now with it's Brandon Cooks, it's Robert Woods, Cup's a third. So Sanders is on that spot. You're going to pick Hogan over Sanders. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I might too. I mean, I, I would take Chris Hogan over Demarius Thomas. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, I, I would, that's I'd go much. Thomas. I'd go Thomas. I, do, I, I think. Once again, I think people are sleeping on Chris Hogan if if he stays that low, which is fine, right? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. You, just... I mean, yeah, without Brandon, what is happening? Like, I, I think it's just too early in the year. I don't think I think that will change. Yeah. So, how about the running back? Running back, basically, they got we well, got two of them. They got Devontae Booker as of right now is their number one. In D'Angelo Henderson, who was a rookie last year, is currently number two. So they could very easily draft somebody. I mean, if. I mean, I think they will draft somebody. Obviously, they only have two on the on the roster right now. They're going to be drafting somebody. If I wonder if there's a shot, if if Saquon Barkley happened to fall there, I think they would pick him at five. If he, I don't think he's going to last till five, no one really seems to think. Ever right now, the I mean, you know, people think he's going to go to the Giants at two now. So if Barkley fell there, they might draft him. But I think they're going to go for a quarterback. But they get a second round running back. Who could easily overtake Booker? Booker hasn't been very impressive. No, there could be something there. It's hard to say. He hasn't got a, b- a great look at it yet. So maybe I don't know. There's nothing exciting about it. It's, no. it. It just screams like a situation where if he is the number one, he's going to be a guy you draft as the number one that just completely doesn't like a Paul Perkins from last year, who was too. He, he was hyped, not hyped, but he's the starting running back, so you got to get him. It just feels like that. I mean, he's played two years. He hasn't done a lot. Yeah, and, never over, averaged over four, you know, yards of carry. Never, you know, his first year as, as a rookie, mm-hmm. he played a full season. He got a lot of carries. Yeah. Three point five average with four TDs. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I haven't. I mean, yes, he could completely surprise me and be great. But you know what? Running backs usually we see it something more in the first two seasons, at least. Yeah, I mean, you know, he they, was yeah. hurt last year too at the start of the year. I mean, I get that, but they they do have to. I mean, the the reasons you see them kind of getting benched usually are because of blitz pickups and and yeah. things like that. But their running usually isn't you know that crazy. Like you're doing the same kind of thing, and it really has to come down to you know athletic ability. And the fact that I personally I haven't seen it either. Like ever watching Devontae Booker, I've never thought he was anything special. Um, so I'm. Obviously, I'm just staying away from him. I, yeah. I think he his stock will rise if he's the only guy in town, but it, it's still it's still at the point where it just doesn't excite me at all. Yeah, me too. I mean, could be completely wrong. Maybe he's great. He just hasn't got a chance to shine. I, but you can't yeah. draft it like that. And if if any of us were to say that, we'd all be guessing. So yeah. it's just kind of a thing where you wait and see. I just I don't I get I don't like 
the situations where you're drafting a guy, getting a guy just because he's the only guy in town because that changes so quickly. It, it never seems to work out very well. Yeah, it, it's kind of one of those places where you look for who's behind him that hasn't gotten a shot. D'Angelo Henderson might have probably has more potential in my mind because we haven't seen anything. We haven't seen him yet. No. So what you don't know, like it, it could be better. But I very much think they'll draft somebody. I mean, they're going to have to get just how early are they going to get somebody. So and then the other position to talk about on their team is tight end. So not much there. Jeff Hewerman or whatever his name is. Jake Butt, maybe. Yeah. That's I, the that's the interesting player. I really liked Jake Butt coming out of college, too, yeah. as much as it pains me to say <laughs> that, being a U of M guy. But um, him being a U of M guy. Uh uh, so who knows if he's actually come back healthy? I haven't I haven't heard anything about that. Have you? Not really. No. But I, I, th- I feel like he's gonna be good. Yeah, now. I, th- I think he could be a good NFL tight end. Um, how much that translates into offensive production? I, I think he'll probably be a good balance of blocking and catching. Yeah. So I don't know if he'd be you know relevant fantasy wise. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. That's Denver. We'll wait and see what they do at running back. That's gonna be the big story there. And you know, Keenum will make those receivers more valuable, but how much more? But then one last talk about the receivers is that I do not think they're going to be overhyped at all. So I don't see any scenario where they get, there's no way they go up higher in the ranks. There's going to be no, but people aren't excited about Case Keenum necessarily. No. So if you want one of those guys, Demarius Thomas as a three, I think it's a good value. Yeah. But think about how well Thalen did last year with yeah, Case Keenum kinda, behind yeah. center. So he can make guys relevant. Yeah. I, I would keep an eye on these guys. I, I do think that there's value there. All right. How about Kansas City Chiefs? Shipped off their quarterback, Alex Smith, to the Redskins. So now it's Patrick Mahomes, who was, what, top 10 pick? Was he 10th pick in the draft the year before? Right around there. So they really like what they see from the guy's a big arm from what we've seen. I don't know much else about that because he hasn't got a chance to play in the NFL. So we'll see if it translates. So Mahomes is not a guy I'm going to be drafted. I mean, Dynasty League, sure, he's on your team. Get him, obviously. Rookie quarterback, not rookies, but first-year guys starting, you don't know. He could be great, though, so keep an eye on it. It's more to do with all the other position players here. They got a lot of fantasy-relevant <laughs> fantasy players here. Start off with Kareem Hunt, running back. Should be pretty good again. I mean, he had that that little stretch in the middle of the season where he wasn't doing anything anymore, but then he stepped back up at the end again and played pretty well. I don't see why he won't be productive again. He should be good. He catches the ball, he runs the ball. I don't he's gonna be top ten in our ranks, I'm sure, both of ours. I it's hard to say where like right now he is let's see here. He currently he's actually fifth, which puts him ahead of Alvin Kamara. I think I want Kamara. Yeah. He's ahead of Leonard Fournette. I think I want Fournette. I would too. That might and then Melvin Gordon. That's about where he should be. I don't know who I would pick out of those yeah, two. Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon's a little safer. He might be, yeah. But Hunt's top 10 because then nine yeah, is yeah, Delvin Cook, which I'd, I want Hunt over Cook just because Hunt has done it for a year. But Cook's right there. Cook could be just, I think Cook has probably yeah, I, a better player. Would, I think I would take Cook, and that that would be a, you know, that's a leap of faith on my yep. part, but I like Cook better. And then after that's Devontae Freeman at 10, so definitely above that. Yeah, I agree. So he's for sure top nine. At the at the worst, and I think you'll be fine with that. Just fifth is a little little much for me right now. But then, wide receivers. Tyreek Hill was great last year. He is a little bit of a boomer bust guy though, in a way. He still hasn't quite gotten over that. I feel like 
He's going to have some nothing weeks, but he's still so good that, I mean, I can see Patrick Mahomes throwing some deep balls to him. It's going to be tough to stop. Yeah. I mean, you think that with his arm strength, too. Yeah. And the fact that fun to see. Yeah. He's not an Alex Smith guy where you're just going to check down and make these smart passes all the time, which Alex Smith is great, but it's not always great for fantasy. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. So I'm not sure exactly what to, like, think of Tyreek Hill. Okay, that's the thing. Tyreek Hill. As much as I like Tyreek Hill, the player, I shy away from drafting Tyreek Hill. Right. Almost every time. He's ranked 10th right now. Um, Yeah, I I think I at that position, if I get to a spot where Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver on the board, I feel like I go running back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it might I, be. I like him, though. That's It's not to say I don't like the guy. It's just for some reason, it's I don't know why I do it. I go away from him a little bit. Let's say right now the player one spot below him is Adam Thielen. Oh, yeah. See, Thielen's I, very I, safe. I would go Thielen in that. Then Doug Baldwin. I think I want Hill over Baldwin, though. Yeah, I would. And then T.Y. Hilton, which could be better if Adrian Luck's healthy. Yeah, he should. I mean, he should jump over all those guys yeah, if he. But if that's about is, after that's Alshon, which I like Alshon, but I think I still think Tyreek Hills should be ranked ahead of him, and Amari Cooper, Stefan Diggs. I get like his ranking's not off. It's just I don't necessarily. I think I would pass him up, take a running back there, and I'd rather have the Stefan Diggs down a little bit lower. Right. You know, Allen Robinson even maybe a little bit lower. And get a better running back. Yeah, I, I really do think uh, I think you hit on something. I think you get into the kind of the mindset of not even ranking, but what kind of team are you actually drafting when you pick these guys? Because yep. you know, I mean, what would he have to be too? You said he was number ten, so he's going to have to be your wide receiver number one more than yeah. likely. Um, you know, if you got him as number two, good for you. But you know, if if he is your number one wide receiver, do you really want someone that is so up and down? Like, yeah, he he can go out for a hundred and. 20 yards and two TDs. I mean, you know, and that was with Alex Smith. You're not really sure with this first-time quarterback. But, you know, do you feel okay with that being your your wide receiver one? It, I'm not so sure. It doesn't mean that we would change his rank, but it does mean we would, you know, avoid him in a weird way. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's a, mindset, a weird mindset I have, I guess. But, I mean, he had a 4 for 43 game, a 5 for 35 game, a 4 for 68 game, a 5 for 34 game, a 2 for 38 game. Even 7 for 68 was better, but still 7 for 68, 7 for 41, 4 for 75. There's a lot of games right there that really didn't do you did do well for you for fantasy. Yes, then he has like the 133 yards and a touchdown, 77 and a touchdown, 125 and a touchdown, even though 64 and a touchdown wasn't I mean that great. 185 and two touchdowns. You know, there's the the games, the average games far outweigh the breakout games. So, at the end of the day, the numbers look great when you add them all together. But if you actually look what he did, it worries me a bit because it could lose you some weeks. So, that's kind of my Tyreek Hill thing. It doesn't mean he's not – I mean, he's a great player, though. It's just it's hard. It's it's just a weird thing because you know a guy's going to – he'll probably be top 10 at the end of the year or very close to it. But he might not do – he's going to have these weeks where he gets 30 yards. That's it. So And, and just jumping to the – the other exciting guy in yes. the offense. So lining up across from him is going to be Sammy Watkins now after signing the three-year big contract mm-hmm. with him, or relatively big. Uh, I mean, what do you think that mm-hmm. does for Tyreek Hill? Because two very, very have, athletic yeah. wide receivers for Mahomes to throw to, not to mention 
Travis Kelsey. I mean, he does have some really good weapons. It can't hurt, I don't think. <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt Mahomes. Does this hurt Tyreek Hill? I don't think it hurts him. Sammy Watkins is just the weirdest thing for me. It, both of these guys, it's very strange to have two of these guys mm-hmm. that are so boomer bust. I mean, the fact, you never know, it, just assuming he stays healthy, but the guy never really does. But even when he played a full year, and that was the only time he's ever done that was his rookie season, mm-hmm. which I can't believe he's only 24 still. But he only had 65 catches, and he's never gone over that. But even last year on the Rams, who a young quarterback once again, he only had 39 catches playing 15 games. That's crazy, right? And he got a big contract. But he turned those 39 into 600 yards and eight touchdowns. Tyreek Hill only scored seven. Wow. Yeah. Man, I love Sammy Watkins. I just don't like this. I mean, I think it's going to be a great offense with him. I just don't know fantasy-wise what this does. It's such a huge unknown. This is the team. I just don't know. I I love the potential of the team. I don't know where it's all going to go. I mean, who knows? I mean, literally Mahomes could turn into a gunslinger and yeah. they, they maybe throws a ton of turnovers, but I could see him throwing quite a few touchdowns too. And, you know, one of these guys making, you know, kind of <laughs> make hay while the, you know. Sammy, Sammy Watkins right now is ranked 30th. So it puts him one spot below Devin Funches. I want Sammy Watkins. I really do. Uh, I, 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 I like the smart move, right. but I want I like, Sammy Watkins. I like Watkins' like ability better, but I would take Funches. He, he's, he's safer, and he's he is the number one. I mean, he you know he he's done better than yeah. Watkins has. He's I mean, two spots below Robert Woods. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big Robert Woods. Three guy spots either, below but. Michael Crabtree, which Crabtree should be the guy there. I guess it. Yeah, he's one spot ahead of Julian Edelman. Two spots ahead of Jordy Nelson. That's tough, man. This is a tough one. I'm gonna have to wait and see what happens with this team. I want to see. It's not. I don't think preseason is gonna help us so much. No, I don't either. I mean, really, and and I don't know if I can even really say this, but you have to believe that Travis Kelsey will be a guaranteed thing. You would think, but also I'd really because of Mahomes, I have no idea. He might not be quite as good. I don't know, but tight end to me is just not a very strong position where he's still top two, probably right. three. Yeah, the worst. He's still going to be fine. I don't know anyone that's really going to jump over him. Honestly, if if Alex Smith was still there, I would I would finally put him over Gronk. Yeah, because he's just been killing it. I think he's mm-hmm. less of a risk, uh, you know, um, injury wise. But you have this new, you know, a young guy coming in there being quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so pretty much the last two years, I mean, almost every year, but last two years. We've seen that this is the numbers that you can, you know, expect. You're you're looking at about 80, 85 catches for a thousand yards or so, mm-hmm. and then touchdowns range. But he's you know from four to eight in his four years playing. Yep. I mean, what do you think? Like, do you think that yards, TDs, do you think those will go down? Mm-hmm. It really doesn't range that much. I mean, I I think it might be. I safe, really don't. But I think he's going to be similar. I really don't see much of a difference. Yeah, I don't know where these. I don't know. It main thing is I think Kelsey should stay the same. I don't see why Kareem Hunt doesn't stay similar. Tyree Kill probably stays the same. Where Sammy Watkins' numbers come from? God, it's bothering the Sammy Watkins thing's not bothering me. God, it's gonna pain me to not want to draft Sammy Watkins, but I don't. He's gonna be so boomer bust because I can't see Kelsey going down. Not too much. Not enough to affect anything. I think it would be a huge mistake if they did. And I honestly, and I really, I think he'll stay about the same. I don't want to overhype it but i mean it's very true knowing that they didn't throw down the field 
that much. Travis Kelsey is really, really freaking athletic. And how I mean he can he can get, you know, it should open deep. the field even more for him having Watkins and Hill, right? It should. It should. I mean, that's in my head, I'm like, this is just prime time ready for Travis Kelsey to make the next step yeah. even and just truly be the number one. But I if if I was gonna be a gambling man, my guess would be he would probably land just below a thousand yards and probably retreat to about six touchdowns. Good. Which isn't that crazy. I mean, you know, it would still but be still makes him a top a, option, obviously. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. He'd still be in the top five guaranteed. Yep. All right. I think that's it for Kansas City. That's gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out. We'll have to wait and see on them. How about the Chargers? Which probably we know Philip Rivers is gonna be a solid quarterback. Always is, but never too great, but he's always overlooked, I, I think. I think he's almost always overlooked. He's always better than what his ranking is at the beginning of the year. And this year, currently, he's ranked 14th. So he always seems to be solid, though, but he always he would tail off a lot at the end of years, and he's going to have some weeks where he does nothing for you. But last year, again, 4,500 yards. Again, about 28 touchdowns, maybe a little lower. But he's still he's he's a very solid player always. So, and you know, I don't feel like there's a lot of question marks. Melvin Gordon is going to be solid. He's top 10. He's top 10 running back. He's just, he's going to be very, I think he's going to be very solid. And you know what? He's actually getting overlooked right now. I feel like he's just getting kind of for, almost forgotten about in a way. Where you put, like, see people put rankings out and that would have Melvin Gordon higher, like fifth or something. People are like, oh, no, why would he? He absolutely shouldn't be there. But why why not when he's ranked eighth last, the year two years ago and fifth last year? He was fifth last year. I mean, you, right? he's just, you he's just look at his numbers, it's, right? It's, it's it's the yards per carry that throws people off. 3.9 last year. 3.9 the year before. It's never great. Yeah, but he does it, get a lot of short yardage yeah, opportunities. He gets short yards. He and, catches balls. He, caught eight, or he got, had 83 targets last year. He caught yeah. 58 of them. And he gets a lot of touchdowns too, mm-hmm. which people overlook. And that's also, you know, runs into your average. Because if you're getting on the one yard line, thank goodness, that's yep. great for you as an owner. But I mean, just look at it. The last two years, his rookie one, yeah, you know, he's kind of getting established, I guess you could say. Couldn't get into the end zone. That was always a big joke. Yep. The next two years, he's had 12, 12 touchdowns apiece and about the same amount of yards. I mean, last year he had 1,500 total yards. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I think he's very safe and can be very solid. You get him at the end of the first, you know, and 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 one of the back end running back ones, you're in good shape. Yeah, I I really do. I I think he is a, you know, once again when we were talking about where you would put him, I, I think that's gonna be the biggest question. I think he might fall a little bit, but I have no issue taking him as my number one. Yep. Wide receiver wise, you got Keenan Allen, number one receiver again, and finally last year able to stay healthy, and he showed what he could do. 102 catches, 1,300, almost 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. And that was with him not really starting out very strong. He, he came on there towards the end of the year and really stepped up. So if he could stay healthy, we, we always knew he was going to be good. He was going to be really good. It just took him a bit. He had that stretch there where he went 12 for 159 and two touchdowns, 11 for 172 and a touchdown, 10 for 105 and a touchdown, and then six for 111. Then he had a couple down weeks and then ended it with nine for 133 and a touchdown. Just ridiculous yeah and yeah and i i love it i mean finally i've been singing his praises for so long so i I feel a little vindicate on this one and i really love it because you know it just shows him and rivers on the same page he's a true number one the guy catches a ton of balls so even better in ppr 
and he was really coming along with the TDs at the end. That's what you want to see ramping up. Um, I, I think he is going to be uh, really, really good this year. Once again, the only issue with that is I feel like they do have a ton of weapons. So it's how many touchdowns mm-hmm. can they score? Can you support Keenan Allen as a, you know, I mean, would you feel okay being having Keenan Allen as a number one wide receiver? Because he's probably in that if discussion I had, just outside. If, if I had, if I was able to get two really strong running backs ahead of him, yeah, that'd be completely cool with that. Does his injury history worry you at all? Not as much because I feel like they're more freak injuries. I don't feel like it. There's some like big injury problem that's lingering that we're going to keep seeing. Like. I think of a player like a Leonard Fournette in his ankle. That worries me. Yeah. But I don't think Keenan Allen has that type of thing. Right, right. You know, where I don't really worry about it too much. It's not like he has his back injury either that won't go away or something else. I So I'm not too worried. Which, speaking of, like, back injuries, I think of, uh, Mike Williams had a lower back disc herniation last year in the first day of rookie mini cap camp, and he never, never was able to – Recover was hurt for most of it, and then came back and only got eleven catches. But this guy is a top ten pick. He has all kinds of talent, so he easily could step up and be great. And no one is really drafting him with any kind of expectations this year. So this is a guy. I think I'm, I'm going to see a lot of Mike Williams at the end of my bench, like one of the last picks of a draft if he's still around there, and just see what he can do because right now he's ranked 69th. That's 69th for a player. But I feel like has a lot of potential. He was just hurt last year. And, I mean, that's way down there. He's below, I mean, a lot. He's below, man, he's below Danny Amendola. <laughs> the Dolphins, come on. Like, right? I like I like Mike Williams just for the potential. No, I do too. I mean, at some point they have to they have to find out what he actually is made of. But once again, I mean, it goes into what I said about, you know, Keenan Allen as well. They do have a lot of weapons. I yep. mean, really, they have no issue if he did get hurt. Like Tyrell I mean, the, Williams, yeah, fine. Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, and, Travis Benjamin, and then and you of have course. the greatest tight end of yep. all time, all right. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, who I believe once again, I'm just staying on the train. I do think this is the year he breaks out. I thought it was last year, and he was fine though last year. He's yeah. been very good, really, for a young tight end. Which tight ends take a while to really get going. He's still only 23 years old. It's just a Think baby. about that. He's 20. He looks like a baby. He does. <laughs> he does. He really does. He's, you know, 23 years old. That is it. And he won't turn 24 till December. He's a young guy. And, you know, two years, in two years, he's at 81 catches for 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. And if you really think about how much he plays, I feel like he doesn't. he hasn't got a full workload out there. So... Hey, put those into one season. That's what he's going to get right there, right? 81 for 1,012 touchdowns. Yeah. And, I mean, you do have finally Gates is. Is he? Is he, though? Well, I mean, right. He is, right? He, he, I mean, he is. <laughs> he is gone. But is he gone? Yeah. You never really know. But right now, it looks like he is gone. And that just opens up a world of possibility. And especially, you see how many touchdowns Gates caught from Rivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I said this exact same thing last year, but it's a recipe for success. If if he really is the primary tight end this year, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he gets double-digit touchdowns. I I don't disagree. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at like target numbers. Let's see here. Over two seasons, Hunter Henry's only had 115 targets 
in two seasons. Why can't he do that in a year? He could easily have 100 targets and see, turn it into the numbers he has. 81 for 1,000 and 12 touchdowns. I'm not saying that, but I mean, 70 for 900 and eight touchdowns. Why not? That's that's very, very doable, I think. And I think he's going to be good. I really do. But you know what? We're not the only ones who think he's going to be good. His ranking isn't suffering at all. It's sticking up there. He's currently sixth. He's not surprising anybody. No, I think it's about right anyway. Yeah. I mean, look at and it just shows you how how shallow tight end is. Yeah. No one's gonna Hunter Henry's not gonna surprise anybody if he breaks out this year. So, all right. How about the last team of the AFC West, the Oakland Raiders with John Gruden back there? Seems like he's I don't know what he's doing. Wants to bring him back to some old school style. So they got Derek Carr leading the way. Kind of a down year last year after we expected, I think, bigger things from him. Didn't really do that last year. But you know what? He's fine. He, he's, he's good enough to make the players good. F- good. I don't know about him as a fantasy quarterback, which he's ranked 20th right now. I think he's. I think he has a lot more potential than that. Yeah, I, I want to say last year was a little fluky. Yeah, because you look at the two seasons prior to that, and even his rookie season, he he did well. I mean, his numbers were good. Yep. I mean, he he dropped below you know that sixty percent completion rating, but who gives a you know crap about that when you're talking about fantasy? But I mean, you you look at his numbers his sophomore season, thirty two touchdowns with thirteen interceptions. He dips just a bit next year, twenty eight touchdowns, but only six interceptions. As he throws the same amount of yards. And then last year, it just, you know, went weird with 22 touchdowns, yeah. 13 interceptions, dipped to 3,500 yards instead of almost 4,000. He threw less. Um, but I, I think that was part of the whole offense kind of being out of, mm-hmm. you know, out of sync. And it showed it big time with Amari Cooper, really. Mm-hmm. We kept talking about him, the fact that he couldn't get it going. I think really, really hurt Carr. But hopefully... The new coaching can get Amari Cooper going. Now you have a, a you know seasoned vet with Jordy Nelson. You know you don't have a Crabtree anymore. A, a lot of changes have gone on. I don't know if it's for the better or not. I mean, really, I think the linchpin is can Amari Cooper actually get it going? I think he can. I really do. I, I like. I mean, I like Amari Cooper a lot. And, I mean, he's ranked 15th right now, though, so everyone's kind of expecting it. And, again, looking at age here, in June, Amari Cooper will turn 24. In his fourth season, he'll be 24 years old for his fourth season in the NFL. He's a young guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's, the, he's a young guy. That's the thing. We look at these players, and we think he should have been doing something more and more and more. He's only 24 freaking years old. That's all he's going to be. I mean, right? Like he's he has all kinds of potential yet to be great. Yeah, last year's numbers were terrible, which is so weird. Because 2016, he had 83 catches for 1,100 yards. What happened? Like, it's, just, it's, it's weird. Yeah, everyone thought he was going to break out. I mean, it's even the amount of receptions he has. It, to yeah. drop to 48 receptions mm-hmm. as the, I don't know what you want to call him. He could call him number two. It doesn't matter. That I mean, those numbers are so bad. And he almost saved it with seven touchdowns, but he really scored all of those in the second half of the season. Basically, he, look at those numbers, and those numbers are terrible. Take away that one game he had. 
What was that? What were those numbers that game? 11 catches for 210 yards and two touchdowns and for week seven against Casey. My God. Like, take away that and his numbers were oh. just <laughs> <If bad. you're, laughs> It would be crazy. I mean, which is, this is so to weird. think that you would, he would actually catch less than 500 yeah. yards in a season. You look at his first years as, as a 21 and 22 year old player. 72 for 1,000 and 83 for 1,100. This is the guy who's on pace to become one of the greats, you would think. And he just, I don't know. I don't know. I think the worst part is I don't know what to chalk it up to. The, I mean, the targets were way down. Like his yards per like catch was actually higher in 2017 than 2016. He's just not getting catches. He's not getting this many. T- I don't know. I think there's, there's way too much talent there. Yeah, and Gruden's going to try to find a way to get him the ball. You, you have to. I, that I, I can't get over it though. I really can't because nothing changed. Mm-hmm. You're playing with it. You know him yeah, and Crabtree still weird. playing together. Derek Carr he played with him all his career pretty much. I mean, I don't know what. I'm not sure what it was. I, I just hope it wasn't like a a mental kind of like losing confidence type deal. Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen players kind of go down that and just circle the bowl. Well, the team's not giving up on him. They just uh, picked up his fifth year option. So he's going to be there another year after this one. So I think he'll be fine. And yeah, like Jordy said there. I don't know what to think about Jordy right now. I don't know if he still has anything left or not. I, I, I'm i going to have to see him out there. I don't think he's not going to be the same player he was necessarily. But No, I, I think, you know, I, I hate going against Jordy. But I, I think if <laughs> I think that if he gets a thousand yards and seven touchdowns, that would be a phenomenal year. Yeah. I, I don't expect him to even reach that. Then before we throw in their tight end, Jared Cook, eh, he's an okay option. It's, Jared Cook is just Jared Cook. He, he's going to have some great weeks. He's going to have some down weeks. Not really going to count on him for anything. So running back wise is where it gets interesting. Marshawn Lynch and Doug Martin. And I guess you could still say Jalen Richard, DeAndre Washington are still around too. And others. But it's Lynch and Martin. And I like Martin a lot more out of this group, out of these two. I think Doug Martin has still still has some potential here to really be a player. I mean, we've been saying that forever. I feel like with Doug Martin, keep waiting and waiting. He, I mean, he's been he had some great years, but he's now twenty nine years old. <laughs> when did Doug Martin get to be twenty nine? I don't know what happened there. And Marshall Malich is older than that. Are you just going to stay away from this whole situation, though? Marshall Malich yeah. is he's ranked thirtieth right now. Oh, Doug, wow. Doug Martin's Ooh. ranked. 50th. That's what I like. I know. I just, I don't know what Doug Martin you're going to see. He is, he is so up and down as unreal. I mean, in the last two years, his, I know, I literally just said, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what the average yards per carry is, <laughs> but the last two years, he hasn't even averaged three. Okay. I yards mean, it has carry, been so yards bad. Yards per carry doesn't usually matter. Unless you're unless you're, at, unless you're at two point nine, yeah, two point nine. The last two years, that's too. where okay. He he had one hundred forty four carries, one hundred thirty eight. That is enough. It, it's not a small sample size. I mean, he just wasn't good. Oh God, yeah, I don't like him anymore. Yeah, and and the worst part is Marshawn Lynch. His his average yards per carry was good last year, and he got seven touchdowns. Yeah. And yeah, he's not Mark. You know, Marshawn Lynch back in Seattle. But he is just a better running back Doug, than Doug Martin. But this still. is this is the year from the breakout. Look at this. He's at first. This Doug Martin's numbers are just ridiculous. T- they're, they're up and down. It's crazy. Fourteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns his first year. What, we thought he was going to be the greatest thing of all. Then he had four hundred fifty-six, but that was only in six games. But still, four hundred fifty-six. Yeah. Then four hundred ninety-four, with only eleven. And yeah. once again, he 
he's played two full seasons yeah. out of six. It's not you know not a good sign then for a running 1400 back. Fourteen hundred blows Amazing. up again. Then four twenty one and four oh six. So that means this is the year he's had two bad years. Gets fourteen hundred. <laughs> He'll go fourteen hundred again this it's year. It's actually a perfect. He will right? play a full season. And oh my four, gosh! And get fourteen hundred yards. That is crazy. He will. Yeah. Right. If if it remains true, man, this is he has one of the weirdest stat lines I've ever seen. Like just these seasons, and I don't know what to think about Doug Martin. But if I'm getting him as the fiftieth running back, I'll take him. I'll take a chance. I will definitely take a chance as the fiftieth. So, all right. But that's about it for I, I have for Oakland. That's gonna be. I still like Amari Cooper a lot. I think there's gonna be something there. And if Doug Martin's a 50th running back, sure. Let me let me take a chance. That's like a sixth running back on your team, basically, right. almost like a fifth or a sixth running back. Shoot, I'll take a chance on that. It, 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 does Derek Carr? I know we kind of gloss yeah. over him. Does he interest you at all? Like, where do you, where do you actually yeah. rank him compared to? Well, let me see. Okay, I'm gonna look at the players around him. So, other guys around him. Patrick Mahomes is ahead of him. I mean that's that's pure speculation. Yeah, but there's but it's it's all the weapons. It's yeah, I mean I get it. Two spots ahead of Marcus Mariota. I'd probably want Carr over Mariota. I would do. Mariota was not very good last year. I mean I like Mariota. I just yeah. I mean as a football player, option. you know, as a fancy. Matt Ryan's ahead of Carr, which probably makes sense. I mean he's probably where he should be. And yeah. Jameis is ahead of him. I probably want Jameis. Yeah, I would want Jameis too. But Carr's then ahead of Alex Smith and ahead of Blake Bortles, which. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. He's about where he should be. Yeah, Mahomes is the only one where that's a pure speculation. But he, Mahomes is a top ten pick. They got rid of Smith because they think Mahomes is good. They got to see him for a year, and he's throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis, Travis Kelsey, and handed it off to Kareem Hunt. So yeah, no, we didn't talk about not to bring anything yeah. up, but Kareem Hunt obviously phenomenal his rookie yeah. season. He did have some down parts, but do you see? Other running backs yeah. pushing at all? Probably not. I mean, Spencer Ware, if he comes back, it's going to be there. But I think they just like what they saw in Hunt. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. Spencer Ware will play a little bit, but Sharkandrick West is always around. Yeah. I mean, we all know Sharkandrick West. Yep. <laughs> he will, uh, he's not going to push anyone. But yeah, I do, you know, wonder about Ware. And I, I know he's not fully back healthy. Yep. But at the same time, he was very productive for he him. Was. You know, could it turn into he takes. You know, even uh, 20% of the carries he might, he could Hunt got last year. Yeah, he could take a wouldn't surprise me. Oh. Trying to keep that, that, team that stud healthy. A lot of weapons. Yeah, so many. But, all right. That'll be it for the AFC West. And we'll have one more preview to end it off the NFC West on our next. Talk to you guys then.